You're listening to a 1FM podcast. It's bang on 10.30, and normally at 10.30 we round somebody up to have a chat to, and we've done it again, being 1FM, your community station. We've got Adrian Mole from the CFA, and uh, he's going to talk to us about quite a few things. Good morning, Adrian. First up, how are you? Yeah, uh, good morning, Dave. Uh, thanks for having us. I'm really well. That's good. That's good. Now, you're based in your Mirka Road in, in Shepparton. Tell us about you, what you do, where have you been lately, and what you'd like to talk about, Hey. Yeah, well, I work in the community liaison um, part of it as one of the uh, presenters there. There's a, yeah. a few of us get out and talk to uh, community groups. So, yeah, whether it's a probus or um, or a senior sits group or you know speciality groups like that. Yeah. Uh, through the winter, we talk about home fire safety things. Uh, although that happens all the way all the way through the year, mm. and then we switch our focus uh, to talk about uh, bushfire preparedness, grass fire preparedness, mm. and, and all of that type of thing. Because it's that time of year, isn't it? Really? Yeah, a, 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 absolutely. It's coming round to. Uh, it should have been that time of year already, but of course, you know, one of the things that sort of occupied a, a great deal of uh, time with the emergency services with the floods that we had in October in the area. Area, so yeah, we're still yeah, suffering yeah. the aftermath of there. So it feels like a late summer, and I think uh, as we get into it, um, a little bit of what I want to raise later is um, that we shouldn't be complacent that uh, summer hasn't uh, finished yet, even if it doesn't quite feel that it's begun. <laughs> and it will be a bit cold on Friday morning. So yeah, right. It's, it's been a crazy, crazy winter pattern, you know, uh, last year and then coming into this year. Yeah, certainly it's. Um, yeah, that's um, that's uh, the cycle of Australia, I suppose, isn't it, to <laughs> a degree? But, uh, <laughs> I think uh, a lot of us, uh, for a number of reasons, look back on 2022 and uh, you know try to consign it to history. But uh, certainly, the weather seems to have been playing tricks again on us uh, through 2023, doesn't it? So far, yeah, so, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. So first up, hit us with what you'd like to say. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, for t- there's two or three things I want to talk about, Dave, and uh, yeah, while, while we've got a few minutes. Um, uh, as we've still got a bit of summer going on, uh, thinking about what people get up to over the summer, obviously clearly there's some barbecues going on still, sure. um, yeah. and with the better weather, there might be a few more sort of crop up, while well, we haven't got that heat about us. Mm. Just want to remind people that are barbecuing to, to do it safely. Um, we would, uh, if you take a, a year's measure from uh, June 21 to July 22, mm. CFA attended something like about uh, you know, 135 barbecue fires across Victoria. Gee, that's a so lot. a significant mm. number, significant number. Mm. Um, very often to do with um, um, you know, a lack of maintenance or, or, or care. So mm. I've got a few tips for people to sort of have a look at the, yeah. their barbecue. Uh, first and foremost, you know, check your cylinders. Mm. Um, they've got a life of 10 years and they should be in good condition. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we know that uh, some people get them filled on, on the side and all of that type of thing, but uh, yeah, they should be in date and, and in really good condition and no knocks and, and bangs. Yeah. Um, of course, getting the gas to the barbecue, you know, it has to go through a hose and, and uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, every time you sort of um, yeah, periodically check that the hose is in good condition. Um, and it's certainly well worth when you change the bottle over, you know, uh, looking at that hose, the connections, the O-ring inside to make sure none no of it's perished. So you should squirt it with a detergent yeah, that adds on TV? A, 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 absolutely, yeah. It's, sort of, it's, uh, yeah. it's good that that ad gets through because it's very visual, but a little mm. bit of soapy water. Yeah. You know, when you've got the, the barbecue on, just go and uh, run that over the joints. And if you see some bubbles, yep. you know, turn it all off and go and investigate. and uh, yeah, yeah. Change yeah, the hose or change yeah. ra- the O-ring, apparently. There's a bit of an O-ring Yeah, somewhere. there's an O-ring that, uh, that fits in there that, uh, that can sometimes go missing in that type thing and you get a gas leak and before we know where you are you you, you get a you get a fire so yeah that soapy water trick yeah it's literally only a bit of washing up detergent 
you know, if you see some bubbles, you've got a problem. Yeah. So it's worth doing that. Oh, yeah. Um, when you're using the barbecue after you've used it, we certainly remind people to sort of try and keep the barbecue clean. Yeah. You know, so, you know, fats and oils burn really, really they well. They do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, a tidy barbecue is a good barbecue. Mm. Um, and uh, when you're using the barbecue, make sure it's at least 50 centimetres away from anything else that can catch fire and not sort of shove right up in the corner of the, yeah. the weatherboard and that yeah, type You don't of want thing. your weatherboard fence catching yeah, light no, or even your shed. Yeah, we don't want that to do. Mm, and no. uh, Yeah, we want you to keep clean as well. We don't want you splattered in oil to uh, <laughs> to catch fire at the same time. It can be nasty too, can't yeah, it? That's yeah, absolutely, that's absolutely right. If, if, you, if you do get a, a fire in the barbecue, um, mm. if, if it's safe to do so, turn off the gas. Mm. Um and call triple zero or call triple zero and turn off for gas, yeah. um, but only if it's safe to do so. Yeah. Uh, but certainly always sort of call us to, to come and have a look at it um, sure. and make sure everything's okay and to make sure it hasn't actually affected anything uh, close to it. Mm. Yeah, with some uh, thermal image cameras and all that type of thing, we can give it a bit of a check over and Gee, make sure that's everybody's... Good. Uh, that's good you guys could do that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, ring triple zero, we're happy to come out. Um, uh, but we, we turn and work on the basis that uh, people will look after themselves. Yes. And, uh, yeah. yeah, those three or four simple steps. You should you know, do that every time you go to have a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, really? ab- 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 absolutely. Yeah. So keep it clean, you yeah. know, just use your common sense. Um, yeah. But uh, let's see if we can cut that 135 call-outs a year to barbecue fires, you yeah. know, uh, down uh, down significantly. It would be good if we could do that. Lovely. And what about grass? Uh, you're going to talk about... Yeah, ab- abso- absolutely. And it's one of those things about uh, you know our odd summer, of course. Mm. Um, it feels not really like a summer. It's almost autumny in a way, isn't it? It's weird, really? isn't it? Like, yeah. it's humid inside, but yeah. outside it's yeah. Um, and, and, and we're seeing we're seeing, of course, um, the uh, bit of rain that we're having. Things greening up around the place, and I think yep. that lulls us into a false sense of security. Yeah, but um, you yeah, know, right across the state, and that applies to here as well. Um, we do have a heightened grass fire threat. Yeah, it's simply the volume of grass out there, and it's cured. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, there might be a bit of green stuff underneath it, but it's largely cured or curing. Yeah. And as we go forward on those hot and windy days, yeah, we're going to sort of see some good grass fires, uh, as we already have done across parts of the state where there's there's multiple, uh, you know, hundreds of hectares burnt and multiple. Uh, Multiple trucks have to turn up to try and put the thing out and put mm. all sorts of things under threat and property and all that type. And of permits thing. would be lasting for quite a while, um, and then they stop, don't they? Yeah, we, you we can't we're, light any fires yeah, at all. Yeah, we, 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 we're in the we're in the fire mm. danger period, so mm. there's no no open fires, no burning off, and uh, so it's all finished yeah, now. Yeah, it's all, all finished now until wow. um, you you can apply for permits. Uh, you can apply for permits, but yeah, the likelihood is you're not going to not until the, yeah, not until yeah, we go back to winter yeah, time. Not, not, not yeah. until we actually see the end of the fire danger period yeah, yeah right. whenever that comes sort of uh, into the well into the autumn yeah. so, so some of the issues that we have around grass is uh, everybody can see the amount of grass on the side of the road um, you can see crops still stood in uh, paddocks that haven't been harvested because it's wet yeah. um, the abundance of fuel out there and just really like to try and uh, draw people's mind to um, sure. yeah. to to uh, the, the risk of that um, so we, we got a we got a grass dominated uh, season in terms of uh, in terms of fire, and that will only sort of increase now over the next few months as uh, that grass mm, it will get to bigger. Won't it? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So so um, 
Yeah, really, it's uh, what causes grass fires. Well, there's this obvious stuff in, if you're in agriculture. You know, it's things like uh, headers and uh, yeah, farm machinery. Can, sparks um, from those. Yeah. yeah, sparks on stones or bearings or that type of thing. Yeah. Um, farmers tend to have a fairly good sort of grasp of what causes that, but we do go to header fires and agricultural fires like that that yeah. have started in paddocks. You've got to watch angle grinders too yeah. near a shed. If you've got plenty of grass out there near the back, you still have to watch some of the sparks. They can yeah. be pretty dangerous. Yeah, absolutely, and, and certainly on days of total fire ban, you hear the warnings come over to say no angle grinders, no flames in, in open mm. areas no yeah. oxycetylene torches and all of that yes. type of thing um so yes yeah, so those are those are risks those can cause uh, sparks but um i think i think one of the other things that um we we uh, we should concentrate on as well for your listeners is that um of course it's not just agriculture that can um cause these it's uh, pulling over on the side of the road with a hot exhaust yeah that's know, right that type of thing yeah, so yeah, yeah uh, pulling over having a look um uh, that can set a fire off, so you might be the cause of the fire. Yeah. Uh, we get fires from, um, you know, bearings on trailer wheels and that type of thing. This, yeah, this, or, yeah, six before trailers. That happened that up at Albury not long ago. That was yeah, that was, that was that was the train. Mm. That was the train, and we've unusual, had isn't it? and we've had fires around here as well with uh, with sparks yeah. coming out of trailers and, and that Gee. type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and of course our old favourite, the mowers. So get out and you know, yep. mow a bit of grass and. You know, um, either the the mower itself will you know could cause an ignition, yeah. um, or you can striking sparks off stones and all of that type of thing. So we'd certainly ask people to think about when they're actually sort of undertaking yeah. those activities. Play, uh, pays to be extra cautious, doesn't it, when you're mowing lawns, particularly if you've got the right on. Yeah, and it would be easy to do, of course, a few sparks if you hit a couple of stones, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Or, or there's all sorts of things that you might you know, might strike uh, that that can can spark, and you wouldn't know until it was a little bit later. You know, mm. um, so grass fires are a concern to us. Yep. Uh, particularly in this part of the air in the world, whether you're at home or whether you're out on on uh, on the road, and of course our concern about grass fires is yeah with the wind behind them, yeah, um, yeah they can travel very very quickly anything anything yeah. up to about twenty five kilometres an hour. Scary, uh, isn't it? And, and generate significant amount of smoke. Uh, that makes visibility difficult and driving difficult and all of that type of thing. So, so, so if you're on the farm too, as Em used to say, you really do need those emergency packs, don't you, around in your house for yeah. in case you get a CFA day and they say it's a total fire ban day and uh, you should leave if there's a fire in the neighbourhood. Yep. You should really have your emergency packs ready to fly out the door, shouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you, you should. Uh, it, depend, it depends where you live, of course. So mm. if, if you're out rurally, we encourage people to have a, a, a fire plan mm. that might include those emergency packs and what yep. they're going to do on, on specific days. And I'll yep. mention that as we come through. Yeah, and similarly, if you're in the town, particularly if you're on the urban fringe, yeah, where there's grass uh, coming up to the paddocks, then you need to know what to do on those bad days as well. Yeah, yeah we, we, uh, while we're talking about that, uh, I think probably Emma's already talked about the fire danger rating system has changed yes, this year. Yes, it has. Yeah. So we'd really encourage people to go and get, uh, get their heads around that. Um, it's a significant improvement and far more directed um, signalling, but you need to incorporate that into your plan for your own situation, That's which right. might be different if you're in a, in a, on a farm yeah. Uh, uh, up in the hills or on the urban fringe, um, you need to have your have your plan. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and that might range from uh, it might be evacuation for people that are living remotely on the very on the very extreme days, mm. um, or the plan for if you're on the urban fringe and there's a fire by the side of you, yeah, we'd ask people to move back a couple of streets yes. yeah, to keep themselves safe, and those that are back a couple of streets to stay exactly where they are and stay off the road so yeah, we can get at them. That's right. You need, yeah, yeah. and that's the same like. Um, if any time you see in the mirror there's any emergency vehicle, we need to just move over where it's safe and just let that vehicle go. Absolutely, yeah. Sort of if, um, yeah, be be aware that there'll be a lot of traffic on the road, a lot of confusion, and yeah, uh, yeah try and try and uh, look after look after us. So, um, so have a look at the AFDRS. We're concerned about grass fires. Think about that in Pexiu and do everything you can um, to to avoid sort of being the cause of a fire yourself. And that includes when you're out and about stopping on the side of the road or you know creating sparks. Mm. Um, good point you make there, though, Dave, and I'll finish with this if I can. Sure, yeah, um, Yeah, I'm, uh, as well as doing this community liaison role, I'm also a volunteer firefighter with one of the local brigades, so I'm That's... out there on the end of the hose, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's really important uh, to us. I mean, we are of we are of a community. We are from the community. We're yes. embedded in the community. Yeah. Um, some of the work we do is um, is obviously um, yeah, has some risk involved with it. But one of the risks that we see is when we're on the side of the road. You know, we really require traffic to slow down when they see that's emergency right lights. Mm. Uh, yeah, and that's not just see you know, that's not fire engines. That's all emergency Everybody. lights. Uh, and uh, the rules say, you know, slow down to 40 kilometres an hour when you're trying to pass us. Huh. We still don't want to get hit at 40 kilometres an hour, but we certainly right. don't want to get bowled over. Uh, and, and all that entails for us, our families, our community, and indeed the, the driver of that car, it would be... Um, yeah, it's not something you'd want to sort of... Uh, oh, you know, I take, usually take hit the brakes pretty yeah. heavily when you see the lights because you don't yeah. know what you're going to come up to. That's yeah. the thing, and you need to really be slow, yeah. particularly out on the freeways. You, you, know, you need yeah. to drop right back as slow as you can. Yeah, well, and any, ro- any road's important, mm. and we know what a horror start we've had to the year on the road. We have. Uh, we've had yeah, lost some terrible we, lives, uh, yeah, uh, we, terrible incidences, haven't we? Yeah, yeah we, do, we don't want to add anybody to that. And, no. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, certainly for ourselves, we'll be concentrating on the fire. Um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of them could be on the sides of the roads. We're going to get traffic coming past us. Yeah. Um, please, please, please slow down for and us. And drop their 40 k's. It's either on a highway, any street even. Any road. Any, any road anywhere, at all. We, anywhere where you see Bring your speed back lights. to 40 k's. Yeah, yeah or yeah. less. Yeah. Or that's, less. Yeah. Yep, that's right. It's yeah. Until you can see what's really going on yeah. ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good idea, Adrian. And, Excellent. And, and, and given that smoke. So that's my plea on behalf of all my colleagues in the... In, in the in in the emergency services, uh, yeah, look after us while we're trying to look after you. Mm. Um, in the meantime, think about grass fires and that risk hasn't gone away. Yep, uh, and enjoy your barbecue safely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank you very much for coming in your time this morning, Adrian. Thank you very much. Oh, you're more than welcome, Dave. It's an absolute pleasure. And what are you up to for the rest of the day? Going back to the office or? Do we go for a ride down to inspect other properties? Oh, I, I, I think, uh, yeah, we, we got some we got some work coming up with some community groups locally. But I think, uh, I think uh, um, some caffeine downtown beckons and, uh, and, 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 and an eye test, of course. So, uh, an eye test. An eye test is on for today for me. Oh, well, so. that's exciting! Uh, uh, you have got to stick your eyes in this great machine, and the man looks at it. Some of them are very friendly, aren't they? The, the eye guys. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, very so, nice, so, friendly so, people. So we can see where we're going. But um, mm. yeah, all right. Well, you better look after yourself, and the safety aspect too is please take care for yourself too, as well as all the other guys. Thank you for your time this morning. And you know, we're only a phone.
phone call away if you want to chat with us and uh, any time at all. We can put you on air if you're up the bush somewhere and you've got a very bad fire and you want the, the community to sort of avoid that particular area, feel free to ring us on the mobile here yeah, and I'll and, put you through the panel. And, yeah. and, and, and we'd encourage, of course, you can see all that information about fires on the Big Emergency app, which everybody should have downloaded by yes. now. We've been on about that for a year That's or two. That's really so, good. Uh, I got it on the, fire, on, on, on the phone. We got it on the computer. And every time I go there, I always punch it up to see what's happening around Victoria. Very handy app indeed. Thanks, Adrian. We've been talking to Adrian, Adrian Mole from the CFA here in Yamurka Road in Shepparton. Pleasure to talk to you, and hopefully we'll catch up with you soon. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.